There are many ways people listen to Vision, including in cars through the Vision app. The Vision app is compatible with Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. So if you have mobile coverage, you can stream any of Vision's live radio channels in crystal clear quality and enjoy a growing range of on-demand podcasts all on the go. There are other ways to connect your phone to your vehicle speakers too. You can see detailed instructions when you Google ways to listen to Vision. However and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. It is Wednesday, and on a Wednesday, we like to check in on those breaking news headlines as they're coming out of Israel and the Middle East. Ron Ross has his finger on the pulse as usual. Back with us, Ron. Welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Ron, let's start with a headline around some economics. Moody's downgrade of Israel's credit outlook. What's the story here? Yeah, the leading rating agency, Moody's, downgraded Israel's economic outlook from positive to stable, citing the deterioration of Israel's governance amid months of upheaval over the government's highly contentious bid to dramatically overhaul the judiciary. The report confirmed fears Israel's credit outlook could be knocked down, as Moody's had warned last month, if the government of Prime Minister Netanyahu pursues plans to bring most judicial appointments under political control. If implemented in full, the proposals for judicial revamp would materially weaken the strength of the judiciary and as such be credit negative, Moody said. Coalition members have nevertheless vowed to press forward with the legislative push after their Passover recess, which is now. And while all these things are happening, Ron, Benjamin Netanyahu is facing a trial that's to be expedited and the opposition leader likely to testify. What's being reported here? Yeah, case 1000 is set to resume, Ken News reported, adding that the prosecution and defence reached an agreement to shorten the list of witnesses. Per the report, the list will be reduced by at least 60 witnesses significantly shortening the total trial period. This means that within a year, the prosecution's work will be completed. Cairn also stated that the Attorney-General may try to mediate between the parties in order to reach a plea deal. Israel's UN Ambassador Gilad Erdan, former Foreign Minister Zippy Livni, and Opposition Leader Yair Lapid are among those expected to take the witness stand. Case 1000 is one of three cases being brought against Netanyahu and saw him charged with fraud and breach of trust after being accused of receiving illegal gifts. In a detailed statement, police named Anand Milchan, a Hollywood producer and Israeli citizen, and Australian businessman James Packer, saying that for nearly a decade, from 2007 to 2016, they gave gifts that included champagne, cigars and jewellery to Netanyahu and his family. Okay, more to come on what happens as that trial proceeds. 
Hey, let's turn our attention to uh, that Palestinian organisation, Hamas. They've got a delegation in Saudi Arabia hoping to restore ties. What's being reported here? Yeah, a delegation from the terror group is in Saudi Arabia for a pilgrimage to Mecca. Hamas hopes the visit will serve to improve relations with the kingdom, Arab media is reporting. The delegation is being led by the head of Hamas's political bureau, Ismail Haniya, accompanied by the bureau's deputy chairman, Masu Abu Mazouk. Mazouk said that efforts are ongoing to close the gaps between the sides and that the outstanding issues have begun to resolve themselves. The current visit follows the Saudi Arabia and Iran's announcement during talks hosted by China on March 10 of their re-establishment of diplomatic ties. Ron, some attention to Iran. The former Crown Prince of Iran is to visit Israel and says better days are closer than ever. How's this one look? Yes, Israel Intelligence Minister Gilad Gamliel will host former Crown Prince of Iran, Ritza Pahlavi, son of the Shah, and the most senior Iranian personality to ever pay a public visit to Israel. I am honoured to host Crown Prince Ritza Pahlavi and appreciate his brave decision to visit Israel for the first, first time. The Crown Prince symbolises a leadership different from that of the Ayatollah regime and champions values of peace and tolerance in contrast to the extremists who rule Iran, Gamliel stated in a press release. Hey, Ron, an interesting one for fans of the famous musical and the movie Fiddler on the Roof, the actor Chaim Topol apparently was a secret agent for Mossad. This blew my mind. His amazing character, Israeli actor Chaim Topol, best known for his portrayal of Tevya in the musical Fiddler on the Roof and its 1971 film adaptation secretly worked on behalf of Israel's spy agency, the Mossad, his relatives have revealed. The Hebrew daily newspaper Haref published an expose featuring an interview with Topel's son, Omar, who said that his father volunteered to assist the Mossad. In the 1970s and 80s, Topol used his status as a celebrity and ability to travel unfettered around the world with access to the most exclusive social circles for his work on behalf of the Mossad. Topol's wife and two of his three children recalled his mysterious trips abroad, during which time he took a miniature camera and tape recorder. Omar named his father's handler as Peter V. Malkin and said that in one instance, the two worked together to drill a hole in the wall of an embassy maintained by an Arab state in order to install a listening device. Other family members highlighted Topol's other services to the State of Israel, including his public relations work for the IDF, accompanying foreign journalists and meeting with Egyptian generals during talks which culminated in the 1979 Israel-Egypt Peace Treaty. Chaim reminds me of Forrest Gump, his widow Galia told her He was always at the important junctions where historic decisions were made for the country. He died recently aged 87. 
and I'm remembered of his famous lyrics, Tradition, and I guess he was a stickler for it. Okay, Celebrity Spies. Hey, Ron, uh, important note, Holocaust Remembrance Day was observed this week. How many survivors are still living in Israel? A total number of 147,199 Holocaust survivors were living in Israel as of this year, including 462 who celebrated their 100th birthday last year. Among the survivors are 522 new immigrants from the war in Ukraine who were recognised last year as Holocaust survivors. The authorities' data shows that the youngest among the survivors are 76 years old, born in 1946, who would have been in their mother's womb at the end of the war. Ron, always so good getting your insights uh, into what's happening in the Holy Land and more broadly throughout the Middle East. Thanks so much for bringing us another great update today on 2020. Thanks, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 